Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, guys, we are back with part two of my interview with Mike Grega. For those of you who did not hear last week's episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to that one first before you continue on with this one. There is a whole bunch of really wonderful information in there about how to decide what content goes into your course so that you can make it truly effective for your audience. In this interview, we're going to be covering more how to use your course as a lead-in for your high-ticket offer. I love how Mike stakes a claim on saying that you don't have to have a hugely profitable course for it to be very successful. And he says that because the reality is a course is not going to create a master of the subject. It gives a really good baseline of information, and that is what you want to give your audience. But for them to truly take it to the next level and really, really hone in on the information, they may need more support. And when you use your course and how you've designed your course, the instruction level of it, to do that, to let them know that there are other offers that will give them even more and they might need that. It is the most wonderful confluence of events. It's not a bait and switch. It is a really good way to serve your audience effectively. So Mike's going to be the one that tells us more about that when we dive into the interview. But first, I want to read to you guys a review that came in on Apple Podcasts. It's from Phoenix Jolie, and they say, I love a podcast that values my time and delivers on content. Brittany has created a library of episodes I can turn to when I'm up against a problem and want a clear, honest bit of knowledge to apply it now. Yeah, that is what the show is about. It's one of the reasons why I split this particular interview into two, because we really did cover two different topics. They're both under the umbrella of using courses to aid your online business, of course, but I wanted to make sure that we gave each topic the weight it truly deserves. So with that said, we're going to dive into the end of the interview with Mike Grega. As a reminder, Mike has over 20 years of public speaking experience and instructional design. He has a Master of Divinity. He's worked with the U.S. government's intelligent community for 15 years. And his superpower is clarity, which I think you're going to find out here in just a moment. A course by itself is not capable of doing that. A course cannot confer mastery. It cannot make a master. It only can ever make a novice. That's it. A course can introduce you to a process. And by the way, for that purpose, courses are completely indispensable and we need them. They're perfect for that. But when it comes to true mastery and really getting it accomplished well, doing a job well, I mean, think about like learning how to build a website. You can learn how to build a website in a course, right? You can learn all the steps, right? And follow those steps. But how long is it going to take you to get really good at it? Well, it's going to take you a very long time. You know, they say that, you know, in, in any particular art or craft or whatever, it takes about 10,000 hours of practice to really make a master. This is why I'm kind of more and more, I'm leaning towards saying like, I really want to work mostly with people who already have an established high ticket offer, whether it's a coaching program or an established done for you service of some kind where they're going to do it for them. Of course, it really needs to have something to ascend people to because you're going to introduce them to this process, but they're still going to need handholding through the actual implementation or they maybe just want to hire you 
for their implementation, but they're not ready to like do the best work possible with this, with this process, really, no matter what it is. Yeah, you, it's good to learn the process and some people are going to like take it and they're going to solve their problem and they're going to be fine and they're going to, you know, be relieved of their pain. But again, looking at the example of how to build a website, yeah, you, you could go through a course and you can walk away and now you are technically able to build a website and you might be able to build one that's good enough for your purposes. But is it going to be a great website? Is it going to be a high converting website? Probably not. You need more help with that. You need to hire somebody for that, whatever you need to do. But that's why I'd like more and more, I'm thinking that's the superior way, in my opinion, of going about just learning and, and conveying mastery because we don't want to just dump a little bit of information on people and let them walk away because they need more. They need more than that. They need more than that, but they also need the nuances of experience, right? Exactly. I like what you said earlier, you know, at best, a course can introduce a novice. Like, hey, here are the steps to solve the problem. You are now a beginner at solving this problem. Right. And to okay. use your yeah, website perfect. creation example, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go out and design a website. And it might be a good website, but it's not likely to be a, a great website. To, to get there, you have to have done it a few different times, probably more than a few. <laughs> and, and really just learned the different nuances that really, truly only experience can can give you and and thinking back i will say my favorite courses that i have taken have involved some of that give and take jennifer grabs measure and maximize is a really great example of that she has example assignments as part of each each module you know there's like you know one or two lessons in in each module and then an assignment and they are voluntary it's not like you have to take them it's not a certification but it's the act of doing and actually creating that cements those those learning tools, especially since that particular course is something very technical and very data driven and and uh, probably beyond most people's like you know skill set at just taking in from watching a ten minute video, right? So for me, that kind of learning has worked very very well. And with what you're saying, I feel it kind of, it, it falls it falls very much in line. You know, you get to a point where you're like, you finish the course. And I have also taken courses like this where I go through the material and I'm like, oh, that was really interesting learning about that. I don't want to do it. Can I just hire you? <laughs> right. You know, what's interesting about what you just said is that a lot of times, so this is why if you're a service provider with a one-to-one done for you service, high ticket, a great thing to do to bring clients into your orbit is to create a lower ticket course that kind of walks people through that process a little bit. Because a lot of times they're going to walk through that process and they're going to go, dang, this is a lot of work. I'm going to hire somebody. And the great thing about that is now they're not going to complain about your price because they've seen for themselves how much is involved, involved, how difficult it is. And they've concluded that they definitely don't want to do that, right? So, so one of the things, and that one of the things that I keep talking about with my clients is, look, if you've got that high ticket offer, create a course, not just as a course, as such, right? But as a client generating machine that can help drive people to your higher ticket offer, whether it's you, you're, you're doing a coaching program because you're, and you're helping them implement the process that they were introduced to in the course, or whether it's 
as a service provider, you're going to actually do that implementation for them. Either way, it makes for a great combination, right? Where they learn about the process, they kind of get into it a little bit and they realize they need more help or they realize they want to hire you to just do it for them and take it off of their plate. Either way, it's a great experience for them. It's a great use of, you know, what we call a value ladder in marketing, right? Where you have different levels of offers. Um, and the other thing is that this also helps take advantage of is the fact that when you teach a course and you teach it, especially if you teach it well, you automatically have an enormous amount of credibility in the eyes of all those students because you've, by in virtue of teaching them something, you've positioned yourself as an authority, right? That no like and trust factor that we're talking about, right? The title of your podcast. So it's, it's, it's cranking up that no like and trust factor in a way that like you would have to do an awful lot of marketing to match that, right? Like you're talking about a lot of touches in your marketing before you have anything like the credibility that you gain in a course. And the great thing is that if you keep it low ticket, people are much more easily persuaded to engage with it than they are with a high ticket where they need kind of a lot more convincing, right? Great way to do that is with a lower ticket course. So when you're saying low ticket, I mean, are we talking, you know, slow pricing, 27, 37, 47? Right, under $100. Under $100, okay. Because, you know, it's interesting that you say that. So I have an unformed theory. So walk with me here for a second. Ooh, I love it. All right, so my unformed theory as such right now is that slows are losing credibility because the market's been flooded. This, this, this is not the unformed part. I think this is just true. I feel like at this point, if you want to be taken seriously for what you're putting into your course, you almost have to price it beyond that kind of slow pricing, you know, at least 77, 97, you know, 147. Maybe that's like my top end. To kind of get a better attention, right? Yeah, getting the attention and, and just saying like, hey, I'm providing real value here. I'm not saying people out there are not providing values in their self-liquidating offers. I think there are many very valuable ones that I have I have purchased myself. But because they're mixed in with the maybe not so well-conceived ones, right? To be kind, I think for you to do what you are talking about here, which is using your lower ticket course as a client generating machine for your one-on-one -on -one high ticket offer, I feel like for people to take you seriously, you need to put some kind of weight behind it. And you and I, as marketers, both know that price is just a, a marketing tool. And I'm not saying that a $147 course is inherently more valuable than a $47 course. But from a client perception point of view, I'm leaning more and more in that direction at this point. Because if you really want people to value what you are teaching at that high ticket level, giving it away for $37 it should be a good viable option, especially if you've set it up well with someone like, you know, your help mic. But I feel like from the client point of view, you almost have to start higher off just to get there, given what's going on in today's marketing world. Yeah, that's a fair point. And I think you're probably onto something. I'd love to see some data. I would too, which is why I'm saying it's unformed. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> I mean, if my client came to me and said, look, Mike, I know you say do a lower ticket course, but I really think I want to do 147 because of the reasons you just mentioned. I'd be like, go for it. Knock yourself out. This is fine. The key is to reach a broader audience. And there's nothing wrong with kind of qualifying them a little bit more by charging a higher price because ultimately your goal is to drive them towards your high ticket offers, right? The key is going to be 
how easy is it going to be for you to find that ideal client who has this problem and bring them into this course? Because once you bring them into this course, now you're going to get in front of them and you're going to, and by the way, I'm for sure insisting that the course has real value, true value that's going to serve those students. That I absolutely insist on having that quality and that high value in the courses that I help my clients create, which by the way, I do in a VIP day. I do in one day, I create all their, all their course content. And I insist on, on that content being high quality and valuable to the students. That's exactly how you gain the credibility that you need in order to drive them to those high ticket offers. So, so I hope nobody misunderstands because some people sometimes think that that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the only purpose of the course is to make a sale on a high ticket offer, right? I'm saying that's a necessary, like that's all, that's a secondary purpose to it. And for the person who's creating it, it's the primary purpose. Of course, for the, for the customers, their primary purpose is to get that value out of it that they really are looking for. And whatever the price is, the important thing is that you're able to get as many people as possible to convert them to that high ticket offer. That's really, to me, the important thing that I'm striving for. I 100% agree. And when you think about using everything online as a layered filter, right? So, you know, someone comes to your low ticket offer, whatever price that might be, right? They come to your low ticket offer. They do receive the value for which they are expecting. Like 100% that has to be mandatory. And some of them at that point are going to diverge from the path. Some of them are going to be like, oh, it was kind of fun learning about that. Like, but I don't really want to do it. I'm done. Some of them are going to be like, oh, that was fun learning about it. That seems like a lot of work hey, I'm going to throw some money at you to do the rest for me. And then others are going to take it and be like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to practice and I'm going to get good and then I'm going to get better and then maybe I'll be like you soon. And that is the point, right? Like that's the point of us teaching online is that we are filtering those people into different paths. 100%. Absolutely. And the way to do that is by really pouring your expertise into it. But again, it's a very focused, simple tight little slice of your expertise. It's not the entirety of your expertise. It can't be because that's not what a course can do. I think people are trying to make a course do too much. The other problem that I think a lot of people run into is this tends to plague course creators who are cranking out a lot of courses. Someone came into my Facebook group just the other day and advocated for this. He, he laid out a whole method of how to create a course. And it basically involved, yeah, just pick a topic and go, you know, do some Google searching and, and find some stuff, throw it in a course and throw it online and you're good. And of course I replied, I'm like, uh, man, no, this is not how we roll here. This, <laughs> this, is, this is like the very thing that like I'm standing against. And, uh, and he didn't repent, so... <laughs> His post is gone and he's gone. And that's because that's not how I roll. But I think I think you have a lot of courses. And I think this is to your point where you're talking about those super low ticket courses, the, the $37 courses, These a lot of cases. And it's unfortunate, but a lot of cases, it's it's stuff that somebody did a couple of Google searches through it and some slides and said, OK, this is what I found on Google. Pay me $37 for saving you, you know, two hours of Google searching. And it's like that's. No, I, I'll spend the two hours of Google searching instead of spending two hours watching your course. Well, and more importantly, I mean, for 37 bucks, like 
yeah, you could hire a VA to do the exact same thing and do it to your own specifications, following your own needs and getting more targeted information for a similar price, really, is the reality, you know? And I've had rants on this podcast before about lead magnets that do the same thing. If I can easily Google the answer that your lead magnet is giving me, only I don't have to give my email address in exchange for the the Google search, you are doing lead magnets wrong. And and I think that's one of the things I really like about your your course philosophy is that you're not using courses as, as a lead magnet per se, but you are using it in a sense as a way to generate leads for your higher ticket offers, which is goes 100% in line with my philosophy about all the content you put out there in the world. It should all lead to you finding your best client so you are able to serve them in an elevated way. Yeah, and that means you have to be very strategic about the course you create. I'll give you an example. And actually, I interviewed her live on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Chrissy Reese, and she was a a client of mine. And we talked about what course she should make. Now, Chrissy is like a data genius, right? She runs Facebook ads. She's a Google Analytics genius, gets all into, you know, these cool, interesting questions. And so she came to me and she said, you know, I'm thinking about creating a course. And I thought I would teach people how to set up Google Analytics, for their use, whatever their uses are. And maybe a little bit with Google Tag Manager. And we kind of talked about that. And basically Google Tag Manager is something that you can do to bring any data from any sheet, any page into one place in Google Analytics. It's actually really cool. I learned a lot from talking to her, but I said to her, I said, okay, let me ask you this question, Chrissy. I said, your high ticket offer, tell me about that. And she told me about her high ticket offer. You know, it's you know, it's done for you, retainer services, Facebook ads, Google Analytics, the whole nine yards, right? That's her highest service, right? And I said, look, the purpose for this course is going to help you to generate clients for that high ticket offer. Now, if we make a course on how to set up Google Analytics, that's great. I'm sure there's plenty of demand for it. I'm sure you do a wonderful job at it. And it would probably be a great course and people would love it and learn a lot from it. But are those going to be the same people that want to purchase your high ticket offer? And she was like, hmm. I said, I'm going to guess no. And the reason why I'm guessing no is because the kind of people that are going to hire you for that high ticket offer, they don't even want to know how to set up Google Analytics. It's too hard. It's too confusing. It's numbers. It makes people's brains hurt. And they're just like, you know what? I want to hire Chrissy to do that for me. So we decided that was not the course we were going to do. We were going to do something that was going to be better for them to help them convert to her higher ticket offers. And so we talked about doing something different and at a higher level that doesn't get into the weeds of setting things up. And so this is the kind of thing that I love to do with my clients is kind of work through their value ladder, their different offers, their ecosystem of offers at different levels and really focus on that high ticket. Because like you said, anymore, our bread and butter as service providers in particular needs to be that high ticket one-to-one service that needs to be like where we're getting most of our profits from. Right. So that kind of has to be our focus. And I love to strategize with my clients and think through what's your high ticket offer and who is going to be purchasing that. And what are they thinking about? What kind of course do they need? That's going to help them see that they need this high ticket offer. And that's, going to be totally different with all of my clients, depending on, you know, what their expertise is. But 
by doing that, the other thing I'm doing is ensuring that it's not just some stuff that somebody Googled, you know, that's going into these courses. It's putting my clients' expertise, their zone of genius that they've been practicing for a while, that they're charging a good, healthy, high ticket price for, and, and they really know what they're talking about. This is what I do. I go into their head and I dig that genius out. And I first I show it to them and show them how brilliant they are and give them that experience. And I'm going to show them the best way to put this brilliance on display for their clients, for their students. That's what I do. And I can't tell you how much satisfaction I get out of doing that. I just, I just absolutely love it. I could do it all day. Well, yeah. And, and based on the feedback that I've been seeing from other people who have gone through your VIP day, you're, you're killing it. But I want to point out the reason you're killing it is because you are solving a very particular problem that they have. They are service providers. They are one-to-one -one providers and they are trying to scale, but they're trying to do it in a way that makes sense so that they don't have to change everything they're doing. They don't have to change the way that they're serving their clients. They're just bringing in more qualified leads for those services. Yeah. And what I'm really doing is helping to show the best part of their expertise to their prospects. That's what I'm doing. You know, it's very much a Cinderella queen for a day kind of experience. I want to put them in their best and help them look their best. And, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, but Mike, you know, teaching live, it's scary. I don't want to go in front of an audience and teach myself. I can almost guarantee you when I show you how simple and clear this is and how, how th this is, this is my client's zone of genius. It's, it's the one thing in the world that they're the most comfortable talking about. And they could go on for hours talking about this thing because they love it. They're, they're passionate about it. That's the thing that needs to be in the course. And, you know, my clients, some of them have come into it like, uh, I don't know about teaching life, but once we create their course, they're so proud of it. They're so excited about it. Not only are they not reluctant to get in front of people and talk about it, they can't wait to do that. And since it's simple, they don't need like a, a crazy manuscript or something. People don't like manuscripts anyway. It doesn't work. Ask me why it doesn't work. I'd be happy to tell you. It's just, but the thing is, is that manuscripts aren't necessary because this is your zone of genius. This is the thing you know the most about and are passionate about. You know, just like I'm talking now, I'm talking about what's obviously the most passionate for me, I'm very passionate about this. I don't need a manuscript right now. I'm just talking. I'm talking from the heart. And that's what I'm helping my clients do with their zone of genius. I'm just putting in a framework for them. That's all. And it works just beautifully. And they come across looking like a genius. And their students go through and go, wow, this is clearly the go-to person for this topic. And if I want that service, I'm for sure going to them first. And that's what it's all about. Like you said, client generating machine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's not hard to do for them either. Mike, this has been fantastic. You totally delivered. I love the analogies that you were giving. It makes it really easy to relate to various different kinds of service providers and, and how they will find benefit. Thank you very much. It was such a pleasure being on with you today, Brittany. Wonderful show. All right. I hope you enjoyed that time with Mike as much as I did. I found such a fascinating train of information that we covered. And, and that is true for so many of the people that I have met in the online marketing and online business community over the last little while, and especially over the last year and a half or so. 
Mike is one of those people we both met by being in somebody else's community, which has been the greatest benefit of, of that community for me. And I can't help but, but wonder if you've found that same community for yourself. This isn't a plug for anything. I'm not going to pitch anything right here. I just want to tell you that if you haven't found a group of people that spur you on to be better, that put ideas in front of you that really make you think differently about how you're doing business, about how you can accomplish your goals, then you are missing out. I have a few different communities like that that I'm a part of, and it's been one of the greatest spurs for me to build my business in an ethical way, in a way I can feel good about, and in a way that supports my life and doesn't take it over. With that said, if you have found value over these last couple episodes, will you please do me a favor and drop a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this show right now. Not only does it help others see the good value that you have found here, it lets me know which episodes and which content pieces are really resonating with you guys. It's one of the reasons why I read the review from Phoenix Jolie at the beginning of this episode. It helps me know what you guys find the most value from so I can keep creating wonderful content for you. All right, guys, talk to you next week. We'll be continuing with the last episode on course creation for this month. 